This is a hat trick podcast. Oh, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you remember your sex education? Was it helpful to you? Was it filled with scientific information rather than real practical advice? I'm Diggory Waite, and this is The Real Sex Education. Each week, I'll be joined by a guest. We'll impart our own sex wisdom, ask our own sex questions, and we'll go over all the things they don't teach you in school. To bring this all together, though, we'll need an expert. A sexpert, if you will. But the only sex and relationship therapist I know is my mum. Hello, mum. Hello, Diggs. Hello everyone, it's Diggory and Kate here. Now, I know we told you since it's the holidays that we'd be taking a short hiatus, but I couldn't keep myself from giving the people some real sex education for two whole weeks. Could you, Mum? No, couldn't be done. Exactly, thought as much. So that's why we've got a little special bonus episode for you guys where we'll be answering some of your questions that you sent in to us via email, podcast at hattrick.com and on the Twitter using the hashtag RealSexEDU. We won't be doing this alone, though. We didn't lie all those times we said that we give sex and relationships a good going over with a guest. And in the spirit of Christmas, which is all about family, we've invited my sister, mum's daughter, Jessica Waite, onto the podcast. But in the spirit of 2020, it's down the line. Jessica Waite, how are you doing? (laughs) This is the most excited I've been all year. Not sexually. Just generally. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Either way, I'd be worried. Um, So Jess, one thing I want to get out of the way first is to sort of give people a little background of who you are. Guests on the podcast often ask me what it's like to have grown up with a sex therapist for a mother. But I think people will be interested to hear what you have to say because you're four years older than me. So I'm 24, you're 28, but not for long, actually, because when is your birthday? Christmas Day. How exciting. So I'm 24, Jess is 28. And mum, how old are you? 23. And how long have you been 23 for? That'll be telling. Yeah, a long time. Good. So, Jess, being four years older than me, what was it like for you growing up with a sex therapist as a mother? It's so funny, Diggs, because I heard you on a previous podcast saying that you sort of just accepted it because it's what you knew when you were younger. But I do remember the moment when mum told us that she was training to be a sex and relationship therapist. I think I was about 12. And the worst thing about it was that she as part of her training, had to do presentations about, you know, the arousal phase of a clitoris or whatever. And she would do the presentations on me, age 12, and go, what do you think? Um, And obviously I thought they were great. Well done, mum. I didn't do that. You did. You definitely did. And I was very impressed with it. Do you mean the, oh God, the the, the wretched information giving thing? (laughs) I've got no idea. I was just 12 years old with a lot of strange pictures being shown at me. When I was training as a sex therapist, we had to do this thing where we showed people pictures of phases of the human sexual response 
cycle. They were all wrong. They weren't even anatomically correct. But we had to learn this and we were supposed to tell it to our clients. And I was practising on you because we were tested on it. Okay, that the fact that that was incorrect is not good news because I was hoping no. that Jess would be quite knowledgeable because today, usually on the <laughs> usually on the podcast, we put questions from our listeners to mum. But today, mum is going to put them to me and Jess. And Jess, I was hoping because of that presentation, no. you were going to be good at this. But if it was all anatomically incorrect, we're fucked. Well, and physiologically incorrect. <laughs> oh, it was God. all stuff that's been proved to be rubbish. Most of it, anyway. Anyway, aren't we going to sing a carol or something? No, no, I don't. I, no, I don't think so. Okay, we, we, we'll, okay. Well, we'll before we get that. started, mm. then just let me let me do a bit more of my Christmas <sighs> spirit, and then Mum has just <laughs> sprayed Christmas stuff around her, and every time she keeps spraying it, and she goes. <laughs> There you go, right on cue. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Oh, I've squirted my nice Christmas smell, mulled wine and cinnamon apple, all over (coughs) my questions. God's sake. (laughs) Right, Mum, have you got a question for us? Okay, so this is a question from Tom who says, I've always had a very tight foreskin and find intercourse painful Jeez. unless I wear a condom. The last couple of times I've had sex, it's hurt even with the condom and I noticed a bit of blood on my pants. The end of my penis looks a bit festive. What is going on? <laughs> I really appreciate the way that Tom jazzed up his question at the end. Yeah. Um, it's otherwise a, like a very serious issue. It's a very serious issue. We shouldn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I had to deal with from the age of 12. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I should probably preface this by saying I am not a professional. So, um, Really? I, I, it's, <laughs> I, I feel like I should be after all this time. But yeah. um, I think that he should probably go and see his doctor because I think it's quite common that everybody's penis and vagina, everybody's anatomy is slightly different, isn't it? And so it could be that there's like something physical going on that could be easily remedied that might make sex more comfortable for him whether his foreskin is too tight, there might be a procedure or something. I mean, mum, I'm really, I'm grasping at straws here. Hang on, give me a go. Can I diagnose this as phrymosis? Very good. So phrymosis with a very tight foreskin. Lots Mm -hmm. of people have this. Mm. And I think the usual procedure with that would be to get a um, circumcision. Is that right? Not necessarily. You can actually stretch the foreskin. Okay, wicked. But what does worry me a bit is the blood... Mm. But also the festive bit. I thought that <laughs> I thought that you know you might have phrymosis, but your penis still looks normal. The fact mm. that it looks festive is worrying me. So, Mum, is there is there an actual answer to this? Yes, I think he may have balanitis. Oh. Several things here. It sounds as though he has torn the frenulum, which is the little bit of skin oh that attaches the foreskin to the penis, otherwise known as the banjo string. Is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Anyway, sometimes that does get torn with vigorous sex and mm-hmm. um, that's probably why he noticed the blood on his pants. Although it could also be due to an infection underneath the foreskin, which could happen very easily. So it sounds as if it's got infected and that's why it's looking a bit festive. <laughs> so he probably needs to see a doctor quickly and maybe get that treated Mm. and then think about stretching the foreskin which is done under anesthetic and it's not as awful as it sounds Mm. 
Jess, I bet you're so happy you're here, aren't you? Mum, <laughs> yeah. um, have you got another question for us? Yes, um, this is from Sirica. I met my boyfriend just before lockdown, so we've had a funny relationship so far. For the first few months, we lived with his family, but I've just bought my own flat and he's assumed I want him to move in. To be honest, it's very small and I've been looking forward to being in my own space. I don't mind him staying over, but I don't want him to move in. To make it worse, his mum told me he's going to propose on Christmas Day. Congratulations. Oh, I don't want to end the relationship, but it feels much too early to be thinking about marriage. And I'm wondering if it's his mum's idea. How can I let him down gently? Oh, my. I'm definitely need Jess's help on this. Okay. There is so much to unpack. I think I'm going to address the latest thing you said first. I think I think you've got to just slip into conversation somehow being like, by the way, bit early to get married, isn't it? Oh, I heard blah, blah, I got married the other day. If we got married, that'd be really weird and too early. Don't propose. Just... <laughs> That's what I would do. I would also, on Christmas Day morning, wake up and go, oh, wouldn't it be awful if I got proposed to today? Wouldn't that be dreadful? <laughs> and also, I mean, just rifle through his things, find the ring and just chuck it. Just chuck it. <laughs> just chuck it in the garden really far. So it gets lost in the bushes. Don't flush it because it will stay down the loo. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> not from yeah, experience. I was going to say. And also him not moving in. I actually think this just needs, I mean, it's very difficult, this one. It needs a frank conversation where you go, look, it's not that I don't want to spend time with you. It's that I want to spend time with myself. You know, it's because I value my alone time a bit more in my own space. And it's not because I don't value time with you. So that's the conversation about living together. Because living together is a big deal. Because mm. I was thinking if she'd been clever, she could have, from the start, said, oh, I had the funniest conversation with your mum the other day. She said you were going to propose on Christmas Day. What a hoot. Mm. Although that isn't frightfully honest. So probably better to sit him down and talk about it, isn't it? And do you think that in that situation, if you did say something like that, it might erode the trust between you and your potential mother-in-law? Because, like, presumably she thought it was something that she was telling her in confidence. Mm. And then if you run off to your partner and say that, then the mother-in-law might be upset. Um, She might be. It's very possible. But I think the mother-in-law's going to be upset anyway, isn't she? That's true. I don't think there's a way around this. And you've got to decide what's more important, the trust with the mother-in-law or getting married against your will. <laughs> married <laughs> against your will. Yeah. She's been dragged down the aisle now. Yeah. No, but the thing, is, the thing is, I'm kind of feeling that the mother-in-law shouldn't really be involved in this at all. And mm. maybe she's already broken the boyfriend's trust by telling the girlfriend. That's true. Sarah, that's true. It's mm. quite, quite crazy behaviour, really. Well, that's why I think it would be fair enough to say, guess what your mum said? Ha ha. Yeah, that's true. I, I love that I'm learning about non-consensual proposals. <laughs> this podcast, which is unexpected. Non-consensual proposals. But just imagine, it must be so worrying because she does need to make it clear that she wants to move into her flat on her own. And I'm just wondering how it's happened that he believes that she wants him to move in. I mean, is he just very dense? What? Needs needs things. I mean, you know, does, is, is he just very wrapped up in his own ideas and doesn't notice the clues? Like somebody saying, I'm really looking forward to being on my own in my flat. Maybe he doesn't notice that. Mm. Well, maybe you should got to get his mum to tell him. He Ooh. seems to listen to that. True. <laughs> yeah. Good thought. Anyway, Sirica, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Fantastic. Well, I think Jess and I deserve some sort of accreditation after that. Um, <laughs> so we can say we're accredited sex therapists as well. But I hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode, guys. And if Chocolate you, Santa? Well, at the very least, I want that. That can be arranged. Fantastic. Um, 
I hope you enjoyed this little chocolate vo- coins. If you keep saying Pay chocolate you? stuff over me, <laughs> I swear, like, I hope you, you enjoyed what, what? this little. Oh, I <laughs> hey, digs. Yeah. Oh. I hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode, guys. And if you celebrate it, you're having a good Christmas. The way we did Christmas in our family is that we'd keep a present or two to one side so we could open one on Boxing Day and the day after that so we could keep the fun going. And to keep with this family tradition, we'll return for another little bonus episode for you guys next Thursday in which Jess will be reprising her role as Jess and we'll have more questions for you then. Until then, thank you to Jessica Waite for coming on the pod. Thanks, Jess. Thank you very much. And thank you to resident mother and question master Kate Campbell. Thanks, Mum. Yeah, thanks, both of you. Thanks, kids. And thank you for listening. See you for another bonus episode next week. Bye. 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 You've been listening to The Real Sex Education, which is hosted by Diggory Waite and Kate Campbell. The show is produced by Diggory Waite, and the executive producer is Andy Goddard. The Real Sex Education is a hat-trick podcast. This podcast is based on the real-life relationship between Diggory Waite and his mother, accredited sex therapist Kate Campbell. The show is therefore inspired by, but otherwise unrelated to, the TV show Sex Education. But yes, Diggory does wish his mother was played by Julian Anderson. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 